Welcome, everybody, to the Friday episode of CHS Daily, featuring Beth and the Knuckleheads. <laughs> we have a great Friday episode lined up for you. And before we start this episode, I need to tell you how this episode idea came to be. So, Albright and I, uh, next year will be year five of us teaching together, um, and we we have some similar interests uh, in weird ways sometimes. So, today, Albright texts me and she says, uh, anything else we need to work on, like, for, for tomorrow or anything like that? And uh, so, I sent her a link to this document I was working on. And it was a bracket of monsters <laughs> to talk about on the podcast. And the two of us then spent like an hour on the dock debating what seeds to give different monsters. We ended up making three different brackets of scary things. So this Friday, next Friday, and the Friday after that, we have brackets all set for. Um, but that is one of the reasons why uh, Albright and I are a good teaching team, because sometimes we like to... Uh, spend an hour making monster brackets on Google Docs. Gotta love it. So, That's part of our job. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Gotta love it. Um, so instead of scary stories, we're going to mix it up today. Uh, and we have a monster bracket. So the first week of this, the second week is going to be uh, famous horror movie villains or killers. The third week is going to be horror creatures or scary creatures. Um, but the first week is going to be generic monster brackets. So we're talking ghosts, we're talking vampires, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and we're going to need to set some criteria before we start. So team, I guess I want to ask you, are we doing scariest or who would win in a fight? Who would win? I a think fight? just, yeah, who would win the fight? That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm going. Hmm. Or should we just go overall? Like, are we taking multiple factors into account? I, I think, yeah, like, I think we could take the multiple like, what's factors the best in. Monster? I think yeah, yeah. Are, it like, has to be who's going to win in a fight, but like who's scariest could be part of that discussion. Yeah, I right, think ultimately right, right. it comes down to who's going to win in a fight, just because that's easy. That's more black and white. Well, that's so definitely what we want for the next two. They all have their different ways and yes, levels that's true. Of, fear, of fear factor, you know? Yeah, and at the end we could mention like, oh, hey, this is my favorite, even though it's not, it wouldn't win in a fight or whatever. Yeah, right. yeah, I think that should be the focus. Okay. That should be the focus. I'm in. Um, yeah, I'm down. And I ha- so I have a thought, everybody, for for once for this episode. Boom! I roasted. Think- Welcome to yeah, Denny's. That's- <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was forced. I was about to yeah, say that, that, that wasn't that forced, was very at all. forced. <laughs> it just came to uh, me, man. But I still respect it. <laughs> Um, so I decided that for this episode, um, since it's about scary things, we should invite the scariest guy I know. <laughs> so I'm dialing up Chris Lang right now. The what, are, what are your guys' thoughts? Is that okay? Should we bring him on? Love you, Mr. Chris, Lang. the legend Lang. He's definitely going to have some good takes on uh, creature oh, fights. Sure. We have the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Lang joining the pod right now. Mr. Lang, I'm great. How are you, Ben? Doing Welcome well, to thanks. CHS Daily, a podcast um, for the cure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if anyone can develop a vaccine, it's us. It's, it's <laughs> all right in the knuckleheads. No, uh, Mr. Lang, like, you're joining us it's today. Kind of like Gilligan's Island, where like 
Albright would find the cure, and then we would find a way to mess it up. That is so true. That's, oh my that's god, that's true. Um, so Lang, you're joining us today because today's our spooky, uh, freaky Friday. That makes sense. Episode, and <laughs> we thought you're the you're the scariest I know. guy I know. And, uh, I actually uh, have had three students call me the most intimidating teacher that they've ever had. <laughs> really? Yep. Wow. You oh, know what I think? I it can is? see it. It's what is it? You can tell you can have Mr. Lang can have a great gag going and never break, and he always keeps a straight face. Yeah, and it can that's be scary fair. to be a part of sometimes. <laughs> I'll, I'll accept All that. Right, but it's always hilarious Mitch, in the Alex, end when you're finally like, "Yeah, teacher. man, I'm just messing with you." Most intimidating teacher. Most intimidating CHS teacher who's like actually awesome, but at first you thought it was Mr. Price. Oh. No, I was never intimidated by Price. Um. I think because that's is... the first time I got to know him wasn't like from other people. It was like right when I got into his class. So I had no heads up. <laughs> this has taken me a second. I don't. Well, the thing is, I'm just not someone that kind of gets intimidated. You know what I mean? Oh, look at you on your high horse. Okay, tough guy. <laughs> no, I just, I just don't. I don't have. I don't have. I've, I, I've never been intimidated by a teacher. Mitch is like, teachers get intimidated. It's weird. <laughs> True. When I look older than half of them, it does kind of just like. Daniel, it actually, that actually might have been in your chemistry class. What? That there were, there were three students, and I think it was in, might have been in your chemistry class, who said that I was the most intimidating teacher that ever had. It might have. I, I know... That's something that would have been said in my chem class with you. I'm surprised you remembered that I was in your chem class this time. See what I did there? You like that? <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to make you feel special. Oh, thank you. Did it work? Yes, it, that made up for oh, it. Good. Thank you. Phew. <laughs> so the monster bracket that we're doing today, Mr. Lang, Albright and I spent a lot of time making this, but it's generic monsters and we're going to i'm going to give you guys there's 8 of them and we're doing it march madness bracket style so we're going to give you a 1-8 matchup then a 5-4 then a 6-3 then a 7-2 do we all have two. to agree the four winners no it's most votes okay. out of 5 it's going to end up being 3-2 or and or and then something. so say one so say the one, the top seeds advance then it would be the 1 and the 4 and the 2 and the 3 and the two semifinals and then it would be the 1 and the 2 in the finals if sure. it followed like that okay um so we're gonna, I'm going to introduce the first one, and uh, let's let's get after it. So Wait, can I ask, can I ask one, a question a before number... we start? Have yes. you and Beth run this simulation to finale? No, because no. because I would before. I mean, I think I feel like you guys should. We should know who was closest to. Oh, fair. Huh? Uh, like we should predict it. No. Hmm. Okay. Uh, see, I'm gonna predict it right now. <laughs> we need to hear all the options. Wait, Baldwin, don't. Yeah, don't tell us. The, uh, we'll yeah, and we'll trust you. Yeah. No, well, I was gonna. Yeah. What I was gonna say is, tell us the seed number, and then just don't give us the seed numbers when you're giving us the. Ooh. Numbers. Yeah. Well yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Actually, Albright and I's predictions are. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. There that, you go. So yeah, that makes that's sense. That's true. Right, because it's not okay. So I'll scramble it, and the first matchup may or may not be the one eight. I'll just do the first. I was assuming that these monsters were actually real. Okay, all right, good. We have a we have a separate episode for one of those. Don't worry. 
Mr. Lang, the monsters that we – the one that wins, we're going to send you. I am excited about that. Again, with sending huh? scary things. <laughs> Dude, that's – Mr. Lang's fine. He could – he's the most intimidating teacher at CHS. <laughs> kill it. That is true. First we can't matchup. do this two episodes First... in a row. <laughs> Three. First matchup is – is goblins versus vampires. vampires? Vampires. Wait, 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 wait. Are we talking about a group of goblins or a goblin? No, an individual of each of these, and it's who would win a fight. Definitely vampires. vampires. I'm actually well, going goblin on well, this one. I, I played. I played a lot of football, and low man tends to win. Are we talking? So I'm going with goblins. Are we talking about oh, true blood vampires or like? Old no, school, old school vampires. Like not the ones that shimmer in the sun and can run. Yeah, no, a thousand there are miles no glittering. Hour. There are no glittering vampires in my world. I'm still gonna go with vampire. I'm not, I'm taking goblin. Not gonna lie. I'm going vampire. vampire. Yep, vampire. So it's four to one vampire. Man, Mitch, do you want to say a quick, uh, a quick like farewell to Goblin since they're getting knocked you out? You know what, Goblin? Um, you remind me of my short friend Will Spencer. You are very, very similarly amazing human beings, and you know what? Oh yeah, and he just your, called uh, Will a Goblin. Your your personalities are ten feet tall. So. Oh my goodness! Farewell, my friend. <laughs> Wait, what do you call this segment? Freaky Friday? What do you call it? Yeah. I'm freaky. yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Vampires move into the next round. Um, oh, boy. Next matchup is mummies versus zombies. Mm. That's a good matchup. I feel like. Uh... Two, a, a good undead matchup. Well, the thing is, neither of them are very mobile at all. That's right, but mummies don't really attack. I also feel like do that they? and mummies. Mummies are feel like if you get a hold of one of their cloths, I feel like they're kind of easy to like. Mm, I'm going mummy. Of, you know what I mean? I'm going zombie. Is I'm that kind of like the thing where like if you I'm going zombie. the whole mummy thing, then it just falls to right. the ground and doesn't yeah, yeah. work. Okay, but the definition of a zombie is that they are brain dead. They have no purpose. Every mummy has some sort of purpose. They might not be able to move that fast. But they're doing it for a reason. A zombie's Albright, just shuffling. Albright, you know, in the literal process of mummification, the first thing they do is they take the brain out through yeah. the nose. Right, because we're going for the logistical yep. explanation of why these creatures exist. That's right. <laughs> I'm just going to throw <laughs> out Not the folklore associated with it. And clearly you have not seen the mummy movies if you think zombies are winning. Well, every single zombie t-shirt I've ever seen says must eat brains. So they have purpose. nope mummies Uh, absolutely all right so albright's mummy uh lang what are give us a quick my vote counts uh, for like six of of your vote and why Uh, i missed part of that because beth was talking about um her vote counting more than mine which it probably does when it comes to 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 monsters literally everything wow yes that's true too (laughs) i'll i'll defer it's true. So, so Albright, you're going mummy because of the movies and because zombies are brain dead. That's fair. All lore associated with zombies is that they either are controlled by someone else or just have no purpose. Like, they will stop moving when they don't have food nearby. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. 
and Lang, you're going zombies. Uh, because mummies, I've never, I've, I've never seen a mummy attack in a movie, and zombies are always attacking. literally what they do. Why else would a mummy exist? I, I don't. They don't to store up, but body. they don't. Well, they kind of do, but they don't in the in the sense that they don't in the sense that you're saying they do. Where zombies actually, <laughs> where zombies actually do. What? <laughs> um, there's this show all about them. It's been on for years. It's called The Walking Dead. It's really scary. I was gonna wait for someone to bring that up. That's so. It's one to one. So, Ad, what are you voting? Have you not seen the Mummy movies? What is wrong with the um, whole lot of you? I've seen the Brendan <laughs> Fraser Mummy movies, and the that's original. what I'm talking about. That yeah. dude is a force. Yeah. Yeah, he's terrifying. Okay, Mitch, Mitch, I know. Wait, wait, wait. I thought so. But but when we talked about vampires, we were talking about the old school version of vampires. I'm thinking like black and white zombie, black and white mummy, like bumping into walls and falling over. But they still like when they come to life, it's because somebody has like broken into the tomb or desecrated something sacred, et cetera, et cetera. Like they are coming out for revenge. They're coming out for a reason. All right. So, um, Albright, just a quick FYI, you're watching 24 right now. Season four, the main terrorist is the guy, is the mummy from Brendan Fraser's movie. Oh, well, that sucks because I'm not going to be able to see him as anything but that. It's kind of actually, he's like really good in it, though. Yes. Um, all right. So, AD, what are your thoughts and why? Okay. So, Mitch, you've talked a little bit on the pod, or at least to me directly, about playing COD Warzone. I don't know how much of any other CODs you've played, but being an avid player of COD Zombies, runners are crazy freaky. And I think Zombies takes it just off of the fear factor of that, of them being completely insane. And their capabilities, even though they're all brain dead, you never really know. But they're fighting the mummy. The mummy's not going to be scared. Okay. Well, neither of them are going to be scared. I still think <laughs> that was your that argument. Zombie's going to win. Uh, perfect timing for Mitch to just hop off of here. He <laughs> could have like backed me up a little bit, or okay. Oh, he's back. He can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yep. Now we can. I hate how often I do that. I've been offering commentary <laughs> for like a full five minutes. Um, well, it's nice, Mitch, because we actually got to hear what everyone had to say. <laughs> yeah, Mitch, did you hear the whole war zone thing? Yes, I did. On? Alex, I completely agree. Okay. Albright, you know, you made a convincing point, and you almost get me to switch. Like, I'm re- wait, Mitch. I thought you voted for most. no. I voted for zombies. Oh. Mitch, Mitch had zombies. Yeah, you almost made me switch, but I'm I'm team zombie on this one. So I think that makes yeah, it majority. You're all wrong. I was going to say, Albright actually fully convinced me. I am Team Mummies, but we're going to lose 3-2 to two on this one. Albright They're has wrong. a good point, but I'm still sticking to zombies. I still think... <laughs> so we're all going to concede that I have a better argument. I still think... I still think zombies are cooler. No, I'm sticking with the... Um, I'm sticking with historical mummies where they just, like, come falling out of a sarcophagus and, like, meander around with their arms straight out in front of them, like Scooby-Doo style. Um... And yeah, but don't zombies do that too? Yep. No, no, no. They attack. Zombies attack. Zombies attack. Zombies only shuffle. 
Oh, mm. It's only the new school zombies that really move. So if you're talking about zombies that are really moving, you got to talk about new school mummies. Hey, hey, Albright, Albright. You can't have old school one and old and new school. I am, I Albright, am you lost. Albright, one million. This one, <laughs> team mummy. You guys are wrong. <laughs> well, right. we're on to the next round. Zombies moves on. Next round is boy, it's wide open. Uh, versus witches. Wait, I missed you, 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 you cut out. We got ghosts versus ghosts versus witches. Ghosts yeah. versus witches. Wait, so so mm. we're do you guys have Are we demons talking in like, this bracket? Like... No. We do not have demons. That's disappointing. Would that count as a ghost? I thought about it. No, 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 no. Would that count as a ghost? No. Then? I... No. no. That's like oh. a Are we talking like a ghosts? deity? Are we talking yeah. ghosts as in like a ghost of a person or ghosts like a sh- like a sheet blanket with two eyes, um, like okay, Slimer. So, so, full disclosure here, I meant this to be like the category of like um, yard decorations you might find on someone's lawn during Halloween, like like the just the okay. classics, like the the main hits, that kind of thing. Mm. I mean, like in that case, the stereotypical version of whatever. In it that is. case, it's witches by a mile because witches yeah, they conjure up the same supernatural energy. Like the only way a ghost wins that one is if it can possess someone, and then you have to be like a demon or some type of other paranormal. Yeah, that's true. If we're pairing demons with the ghost, then I'd say ghost. But other than that, I'd go witch. Yeah, same here. Three. Uh point that like how does the witch get rid of the ghost though like how does the it witch can cast a spell yeah man okay, I'm the, would have the power to summon and or like get rid of a ghost okay you convinced me. i'm team witch all right all right all right i'm here i'm thinking <laughs> <laughs> I mean, witches are moving on, so it's it's just yeah, I guess, I, like I guess I'm team witch. My brain is like running through, <laughs> is like running through this insane category of all versions of witches and ghosts that I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm guess I'm team witch. All right, five up. So ghosts wow. are the first one to get swept. I'm right. iffy. Uh, and then our final first round matchup um, is. You know the deal. So a werewolf versus Frankenstein. Oh. We had zombies and Frankenstein. Ooh. Frankenstein's massive, dude. That's totally different. Story. No, Frankenstein, Frankenstein is not a zombie. Like a, no, I, think I know, a, but I, I mean Frankenstein is the same thing but better. Pieces. I think a werewolf has to take Frankenstein. Really? I I would say I feel like Frankenstein is like. I don't know. My idea of Frankenstein is like this big, clumsy. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like a werewolf would just tear him. I'm telling you what, whatever one wins this for me, and this is just for me, but like these are the top two that we've gone over, in my opinion. Like, I I feel like whatever one out of this two will win, and I'm Mm -hmm. born on it. Uh, The more I think about it, the more I lean werewolf because of like speed. So fast. And like, it's so fast. And when it gets a hold of you, you're done. Like, I feel like you could yeah. outrun Frankenstein. Like, he's not mobile. Frankenstein yeah. is also historically not actually vicious. Yeah, right. well, not by yeah, He's more of like a friendly, he's like a scary but friendly character. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I, think this is, I think this whole thing is lead, leading to a, a Twilight matchup. <laughs> Ooh. 
Yeah, no glittering vampires are allowed in my world. That's no one's allowed thing. to mention Team Edward or Jacob if those two get matched yeah. up. So I'm Team Werewolf 100%. I like Frank yeah. Werewolf. But Frankenstein's not beating a werewolf. Wow, five for no, five. I'm Team Werewolf. Okay. Yeah. Are we clean? Are we clean, sweet mm-hmm. wolf? All right, five oh. Wow. So I'm still hung up that on? goblin. None of you guys went for goblin. I think a vampire's weak. I mean, goblins look ugly, but they're not like scary. Have you seen Underworld, Mitch? Well, the thing with a vampire is like it's, the only, its only move is a sneak attack or blade. But, but like a vampire's move is a sneak attack. Like if it gets in a fist fight, it's done. Have you, you seen, seen how fast they can yeah, but punch? If it's, if it's a, but Mitch, if it's a sneak attack, then they're not going to see it coming. They're going to be stunned, and it's game over already. Well, yeah, but if you like, I, I'm assuming this is more of a pit fight than a. Tactical. Like you step into the ring, you size them up, kind yeah. of thing. They're in and out. Yeah, but a vampire's vampire. a vampire's in and out of the in and out of the ring before the goblin even knows he was there. Well, That's and what vampire is weak? Fly. Exactly. I would like Mitchell to define that. What? What? Yeah. What vampire is weak? Don't vampires don't they have like eternal strength or something well, like I that? I feel like they're just like they're strong, but I feel like they're equivalent to like a professional athlete type of strong, not like a supernatural type of strong. You need to watch more movies. Hey, man. What can you do? <laughs> or maybe read more books. I don't know. But they're definitely, like, significantly above a professional. <laughs> I, rec- I highly recommend The Historian. Okay. For vampire we'll books. All right. Second round of monsters. Here we go. Um, so we have a, wow, a heavyweight matchup here. Uh, werewolves versus witches. Both of them won 5 nothing. Werewolves taking that one, I feel like. I, I... I want to think the magic will help, but I'm still sticking to. Work. I mean, we. I think after Harry Potter, we all know that wizards and witches have varying capacities for magic. So, I mean, yeah. are we talking like Hermione Granger level witch? Or are we talking like who's the kid that like makes the frog explode? <laughs> what are you talking about? Harry Potter. <laughs> come on, you should know. The frog Neville. exploded. Neville. Neville. Yeah, Neville Longbottom. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't even know Harry Potter, and I still kind of get what he's saying. Yeah, it took me a sec. So, Lang, we're talking like, like whatever witch immediately appears in your imagination. Where I then feel I like go like the the green witch with right. a wart on her nose, and it's like then hey, I go werewolf, like that kind of witch. I feel like the witch. This, this is my thing. I feel like the witch is going to take so long to actually cast that spell that it'll give the werewolf enough time to like get in there and do damage. Yeah, that's that's a, that's, that's fair. That's my thought, at least. Okay, Mitch, curveball. What if the witch is a quick caster? You got to be quick to be the werewolf, man. <laughs> well, the, the other thing is, what are witches famous for? They're famous for spell books, right? So if it's if this is. And if this is the green faced witch with a with a ward on her nose, like she's gonna be reading out of the spell book and like having to find a spell or something. I think the werewolf's gonna have her by the throat. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. exactly. You always see them like they're reading out of the book and they're stirring up the cauldron and they're making like a poison or an antidote or something. And it takes a it's a process. Yeah, witches witches are the methodical creatures. They're the sloths of the paranormal monster world. And ghosts are too, which is why they could edge a ghost, but not a werewolf. Exactly. Well, the thing with a ghost is a ghost Mm, just can't really physically harm you. Like, it might flick your lights on and off and give you a little bit of a seizure, but other than that, you'd be fine. Yeah. Uh, Poltergeist. Hello. Oh, 
man. Isn't that like more of a that movie? Like, no. Maybe. If you haven't watched Poltergeist, you should. Poltergeist is a great movie. I watched it when I was great movie. I watched it when I was way too young. Same. (laughs) Guess I'll go watch it then. Wait, Mr. Lang, have you seen The Frighteners? No. Oh gosh. What's that quote from the poltergeist? Like they dug him up or something like that. No, well, they, it's, they, uh, they dug up a Native American burial you ground. And... You didn't move the bodies. You didn't yeah. move the bodies. Yeah. The poltergeist scene that was terrifying was when his like head was in the sink or something like that. What was that? You know what I'm talking about? I haven't seen it so long. The mom's head was in the sink. That's what it is. Yes, 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 yes. The the part that like I don't know why it it still like sends chills down my spine is the the little girl in the TV. Well, not her, but the but the the like fortune teller woman they hire like over and over saying yeah. look into the light caroline look into the light yeah, yeah when the little girl's in the tv yeah. freaks me out <laughs> so our, our next semi-final match wait albright we got to get your opinion here before we move on uh, i think i'm going werewolf but like part of the problem is that the werewolf in my head is the one from underworld and the witch in my head is the one from The Witches, like the movie adaptation of the Roald Dahl book. <laughs> Great movie and book. <laughs> so the werewolf's winning. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. All right, so the werewolf's undefeated, hasn't been touched. Um, now let's go to the second, the other second round matchup we have, and that is zombies against vampires. Oh, vampires, 100%. Vampire. How is the... I don't want this to turn into a Twilight. Yeah, it's got to be vampire. I'm going vampire, but I'm questioning how the vampire is taking down the zombie because the zombie's got no blood. Oh, it's if if it's got as quick as oh, all right, all right. This is, is true, no, this actually. is the thing. If it's got as quick of punching abilities and physical reflexes as like you guys said it is, then it'll be able to just decimate a zombie. Yep. If, yes, if Walking Dead has taught me anything, you just have to cut their heads off. And I'm pretty sure a vampire is going to be fast enough to do it. Yeah, they, they don't even have to suck the blood out. They just like... Well, and also, the yeah. vampires are undead, so the zombies aren't even going to be attracted to them. True. Actually, it's more of a team-up than a... Yeah, but if, it's, if, they're at the, if they're after the brains, then obviously a vampire would still have to have a brain, right? Not all zombies are after brains. They just eat people. Yeah, but like if we're talking like stereotypical like yard sign and like the t-shirts. Yeah, I think Lane is right. I think the zombie wouldn't go for the vampire. I think they wouldn't care at all. Yeah, I still think the vampire would win. Yeah, I'm going vamp. So is it <laughs> Even in The Walking it's... Dead, they pass the ones with the dead blood on them. That's true. Yeah, it's vamp, but... So... Um, essentially, I'm going to tell you guys, uh, I'm not going to tell you the seeding of werewolves and vampires, but, um, we predicted the seeds exactly correctly. Mm. Uh, the favorite has won every single matchup through this entire thing so far. So, um, Frankenstein, actually, I'm not gonna tell you until the end, which one was which, um, but this, this comes down to a matchup. I think of, of the eight, the two elite monsters, if you're fighting, 
are werewolves and vampires. To be so, fair, the longer I sit on it, the more I think that mummy slides in at number three. Like if we were doing a consolation <laughs> round. All right, that argument keeps working on me. Not gonna lie, Mitch. You you could have you could have advanced mummies. Oh, I, I still I still think zombies was the right like, but mm, it, it's sitting on me. Yeah, mummies over zombies, hundred percent. Either one of them would have yeah, lost to vampires still, but yeah. Uh, All right, so, but, so um, vamps v werewolves. I, I still think that zombies is better. It's tight, but that's beside the point. No, I'm not saying zombies v werewolves. We still have oh, to discuss yeah. that. So I'm gonna start us off here, and I think the brute force of a werewolf is just—it's gonna be tough for a vampire. So I think the vampire is gonna be good against most scary matchups but i i just think even if the vampire sneaks up on the werewolf i think the werewolf can overpower the vampire i'm going werewolf i'm gonna throw another let me throw but another the, wrench in there the vampire can like fly around and they're very evasive and they can keep their distance but when do you when have you ever seen a werewolf being solitary What do you mean? So vampires are, like a pack. are vampires are often by themselves. Werewolves are often in a pack. Yeah, but with, like the Wolfman oh. is the Wolfman's by himself in that movie. But every depiction of vampires, but every like everyone depicts them as highly intelligent beings. Mm-hmm. And most werewolves do have a sense of like when they are at their peak strength, they are also mindless to a certain point. Yeah, not zombie mindless, but yeah, much more so than like vampires. Yeah, yeah, like they get this like bloodlust kind of yeah. tunnel vision. I do think being able to fly around gives the vampire a slight edge here. And old school yeah. vampires could turn into bats and and um, uh, smoke. Yeah, Fog, that's what I'm one thinking of those. Of. I watched the vampire, the Dracula, like the original Universal movie from the '30s. It was kind of cool to watch. See, what I'm getting at here is, I think the vampire could keep the werewolf at bay for a long time, but its only hope is if it tires it out to the point where it, can, like, after chasing it for so long that it like gets on its back and can get like its fangs sunk in. Eventually, the werewolf goes back to being a person. Well, right. like, but I can't. Also, the 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 vampire is just not like waddling around. Like, it's probably still putting in damage. Well, yeah, right? I mean, <laughs> don't think Twilight. You all need to watch Underworld, which is another great werewolf vampire yeah, matchup, no, which is way we, better. We are not putting. We're not <laughs> I, pulling Twilight into this. I, if you ask me, the physical attributes are a wash, and I think it comes down to: Do you want? Something that can fly around but only has human hands and a human head with sharp teeth to bite, or do you want a literal wolf head with like fangs and then claws that can attack someone? And I'm still, I'm going I'm, vampire. But you, I'm going but you're, vampire. But you're also intelligence and yeah, you're also that, that's the part I, that I, I want to bring up too. You you get the, like super fast like just even body blows before the werewolf even knows what's going on. And eventually the wolf turns back into a human. The vampire is always a yep. vampire, and they are all highly intelligent. I am team vampire. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yep, I'm oh, going vampire. Well, in a 3-2 decision, the vampire takes it, it looks like. Hey, that's, uh, that's our first upset of the night. So uh, to tell you now the seeds, werewolves were number one against number eight Frankenstein. That was the first matchup. 
Um, Ghosts were the five seed. Uh, five seeds always lose in March Madness to 12s. In this yep. case, they lost to the four seed, the Witches. Uh, mummies were a six, and they lost to the three seed, Zombies. Goblins were a seven, and they went down to number two, Vampires. And then it was number two, Vampires, over number three, Zombies. Number one, Werewolves, over number four, Witches. And then the two beat the one, Vampires over Werewolves. Stuff, But shout out to all the Vampires out there. Nice win. Uh, way to pick it up. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, please don't kill us. Shout out to all the fans. Let's let's, uh, let's wrap it up. Len, you want to stay on for our final Laker love appreciation segment? Sure, I'll listen. You can, well, you have to participate. You have to appreciate someone. It could be maybe me, but, um, (laughs) so for Laker love, Mr. Len, we shout out somebody or a group of people in the Colchester community that we are appreciative for thankful for anything else like that so mitch you want to start us off as usual okay um (laughs) i just want to give a shout out to um i know a lot and of course very rightfully so of stuff has been directed toward the senior class and everyone's done an amazing job of appreciating the seniors you know as we go through you know kind of missing in some ways our senior spring and going through towards graduation but juniors, if you're listening, I know this is definitely a really stressful time for you. I can't imagine going through all the SAT, ACT, college search, college tours, um, you know, taking the AP tests at home. I can't imagine trying to do all of the stuff I did at this point last year under your circumstances right now. And I can't imagine the wrenches it throws and all those plans and stuff like that. But keep your head up. Um, stay strong. It'll work out in the end. Um, so just shout out to you guys. I know you guys are going through a lot too. For sure. And uh, I'll piggyback off of Mitch um, and shout out again, our, uh, our guidance, our team of guidance counselors. And we shout out Mr. Hall the other day specifically, but especially I know me personally, the whole, like Mitch said, going through all the stuff that juniors have to right now. uh, It was definitely tough for me. And the, the resource that I had appreciated the most was the help from guidance counselors. And so my only advice to the juniors going through it now in much rougher circumstances than we had when we were juniors was, is take advantage of those guidance counselors because they love their jobs. They love helping us out. And it's only going to, it's only going to help you. Do I jump in now? Uh, Yeah, you can. Um, (laughs) <laughs> great um i will shout out since we're the ap window is firmly open now um, all the kids who are fearlessly going into the unknown and trusting that they're going to come out on the other side of ap exams with something useful um i think that that's a big leap of faith so yeah agreed um I want to give a shout out to our special educators. Um, I think that a ton of them are going, well, all of them are going above and beyond um, for all of our students. And I really appreciate that. All the interactions I've had with them uh, have just made me thankful for all of them. Um, I want to particularly give a shout out to Ms. Moffat. Um, Mr. Lang and I and Ms. Moffat are on, and Albright sometimes are on, a uh, CHS teacher trivia team that we uh, win a lot with, uh, mostly because Dela's on our team. Um, <laughs> but, uh, That's I not usually, false. I usually just eat, 
I usually just eat and listen to Dela answer questions, but it's fun. Um, but Ms. Moffat is also right up there with answers. Good. Yeah, Ms. Moffat is actually very good with answers. Um, Ms. Moffat's just a, a sweet, wonderful, wonderful human being who I'm missing a lot. Uh, she's amazing at her job, but she's also a friend of mine. So just want to give a shout out to Ms. Moffat. Uh, I'm going to piggyback on that one because I think that special educators deserve um, some special recognition for what remote learning has looked like for them because I think that everybody's like forging new territory here and they are all going above and beyond for sure. Love it. Well, uh, Mr. Lang, how should we close the show? Up to you. Um, I want to hear you saying you are the wind beneath my wings to me. (laughs) Uh, you opened that door (laughs) yes you did and you deserve it too yeah you do deserve it Um... it starts with Ben it starts with did you ever know that you're my hero hey Lang it must have been cold there in my shadow (laughs) to never to never have sunlight on your face you were content to let me shine that's your way you always walked a step behind me So I was the one with all the glory. Well, you were the one with all the strength. A beautiful face without a name for so long. I do think of you like that. I know you do. A beautiful, a beautiful smile <laughs> to hide the pain. Did you ever know that you're my hero and everything I would like to be? I actually did know because your mom told me. <laughs> I can fly higher than an eagle for you are the wind beneath my wings. <sighs> Have a great weekend, everybody. Have a great weekend. Bye, everybody. Wow.